Hello, and welcome once again to another episode of Third Action. I'm your lovely host, Jason, and these are the same three deceased clones that were here last week. In the bottom left, we have Asher Ford, Human Ranger, played by Shar. Hi. In the bottom middle, we have Grushy Ironroot, Dwarven Druid, played by Will. I'm missing being in a, a map square again. Can we go back to that? No, sorry. Uh, and in the bottom right, we oh. have <laughs> Gun Show, Human Champion of a Rastal, played by Adam. Not sure how we can tell the difference between a clone and a simulacrum. The other thing. Mm-hmm. Simulacrum? Yeah. You have to be a lot more researched. That's how. Uh, all right, let's get started. So last time on Third Action, our group of intrepid adventurers made their way uh, beyond the veil at the back of um, the the hall with the massive peacock in it. Um, stepping through the illusory mirrors, you uh, located a secret uh, doorway uh, that led into Vraxeris's uh, seemingly personal study or library. Um, there you found the corpse of the real Vraxeris, um, or presumably the real Varxeris, uh, older, uh, atop a mound of, uh, books, uh, very, very deceased. Um, you continue to explore the rest of his, uh, wing of the Runeforge, found a bunch of dead clones of both him and Delvahin, uh, and, uh, signs that he had clearly gone mad, um, in his final moments, and that he seems to have been dead for quite some time. Um, you also found a good amount of notes, um, largely on his uh, attempts to uh, find some heroes that could go go out and defeat Karzug for him, um, as well as his attempts to leave the uh, the Rune Forge itself. Uh, he's mentioned a couple of different ways, um, that, uh, you could get out by, um, or that he's tried, um, or, or has thought about, uh, one of which was, uh, via some kind of plane-shifting magic, another was, uh, via astral projection and somehow solidifying your form, uh, once you've done so, uh, and then the third, uh, method he has mentioned was uh, by using the uh, the master circle uh, found in the halls of wrath um, that was built there some time ago. Um, yes, he's also detailed the uh, the method for uh, creating um, runeforged weapons. Um, going over the notes uh, in in more detail. Um, it seems that they've never actually managed to produce such a weapon. Um, it is it is very hypothetical. Um, and so a lot of the notes you find are on uh, producing objects of concentrated enough sin um, that have had their sin uh, infused within them in some way. Um, and then using, uh, placing those uh, items within the, the Runeforge pool um, to two sins opposite to the sin that you would like to defeat, um, as well as uh, one weapon uh, of your choice. 
Um, and then once all three of the items are in the pool at the same time, um, the uh, the pool will infuse the weapon with those sinful energies and produce, uh, hopefully, um, a, a counteracting um, weapon uh, that should be quite potent against uh, magic of the uh, the opposing sin. Um, the exact details of how those weapons are work- would work is unknown other than what uh, Vraxeris has already theorized in the notes that you've read. Um, he seems to have some belief that they that such a weapon could uh, cut through the barrier um, uh, protecting Karzu. Um, but beyond that, uh, the, their powers remain uh, yet unknown. Um, let's see. The, um, the question I have about that, which is some small amount of new information to me, is how would such a weapon's current runes interact with that process? Would they block it if it were already full? It does not say. Um, the no no mention in the notes uh, even like refers to a weapon as as having runes already on it. Um, okay. All the all the like, like is discussion is just system. about enhancing the weapon and uh, imbuing it with with and this infusing. powerful sin. Yeah. yeah. Um, you okay. do find uh, some ears. some notes. Uh, you do find some notes that indicate. Um, that such weapons are most powerful um, in the hands of someone who is attuned to uh, one of the two sins that was used to create it um, and likely has some effect of enhancing those those sins in that person or making them feel feel those sins more more strongly um, and those not attuned to those sins mm. may, may have problems wielding such a weapon, especially if they are uh, strongly attuned to the exact opposite sin. Okay. But my read on that is that it would be some inherent properties of the weapon rather than a rune and would not necessarily use a rune slot or bump something out of it. Like, because runes have to be inscribed or transferred on, onto the weapon, right? Whereas this yes, is, uh... um, though, given that this thing is called a a rune uh, <laughs> a rune forge, forge uh, perhaps runes yeah, might get what... created as a result. But you don't know if those runes would count as, as property runes for the um, for the slots they would take up. Do I know what would happen? You could you could spend you like applied... some days researching it to to try and determine that. I'm, well, what I'm gonna what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna ask place. Greshi. I'm gonna ask Greshi on his knowledge as a crafter of enchantments. Um, what would happen if too many property runes were placed on the same item? Would they be destroyed? Would the item be destroyed, or would they just deactivate? I'm not sure that you could. I'm not sure the magic would allow you to apply more than sufficient. the rune sufficient on the item would allow. There's a base property rune, for example, that allows for these other um, fundamental pro- or rune mm-hmm. that allow these other property runes to go onto most of these items. 
So if the basically if the foundation's insufficient, it wouldn't even set. Hmm. Okay. You could give me we a might... arc uh, the... or any any magical check or um, or crafting, crashing to supplement that information if you wish. I'm Rusting. worried that we might waste one of the charges if we try and use our good weapons here. What's a roll? Yeah. Uh, Thirty total. Okay. Um, yeah. Or thinking worse, about it, end up destroying some things. Um, it's possible if if a, an additional rune was to end up on something and like if, if there were more runes on a weapon or item than it could actually handle as, as an object um, then the worst that could happen is that one of the runes would go inert um, there just wouldn't be enough magical latent magical energy in the object to power all of them right. at the same time um, so something you'd have extra that would be sitting there and unused. Okay. Yeah. Sort of like and... when we have a runestone that doesn't have a, <laughs> and it's just yeah. So worst case, those inert okay, runes could be moved off. Um, okay. Potentially. So that sounds totally safe enough to me. Then. Sure. Um, so like I wouldn't. That way we don't have to try. We don't have to risk wasting a charge of this thing and then find out why it didn't work later. <clears throat> okay, cool. Uh, let's see. So, uh, further, um, so you, uh, off screen, you did some rolls for identifying a few items that were on Vraxeris's person. Um, so I can give you those yep. things now. Um, while, while Asher and Greshi are reviewing the notes together, um, uh, Gunn is checking out these items. Um, the cloak that Vraxeris had is a greater cloak of repute. Um, the ring he had on is a ring of wizardry type 2. The robe he had on is clearly magical, but you're not sure exactly how it's supposed to work. Um, okay. It feels a lot like that robe that you found that Monk Murian had, um, which you had initially <laughs> identified as an uh, evil robe of the Arch, Arch Magi. Um, but having done that once and being wrong, you're not sure if that's what this is, too. Um, the the energies thought, in it yeah, is I very strong. It was a but, good. Okay. Oh, did you think it was a good one? You thought it was You thought it was a robe of the Archmage either way. Um, mm -hmm. And you, you think this They're might be a, the same object, um, but you're not you're not really sure. Um, none of you is super familiar, like super ingrained with arcane magic, and it feels like an arcane item. Okay. Um, the uh, the book that he has, the spell book, um, is, it seems to be titled in Thessalonian, um, A Brilliant Mind, um, and it has the same attributes as, uh, a, a grimoire item called the Storyteller's Opus, uh, which is from Secrets of Magic. A fun name. 
it's just a renamed version okay. of the same item. It boosts illusion spells if you uh, if you prepare illusion spells. Um, if you are a prepared caster. Uh, regardless of whether or not you're, you use spellbooks. Um, then, cool. let's see, the dagger on him was a uh, plus two greater striking inconspicuous dagger. Um, the inconspicuous trait uh, or rune is, um, it's uh, this is a unique rune, but it allows you for one action to turn the weapon into a, a common piece of clothing. Um, and as part of that action, equip the piece of clothing. Um, and as an action, you can unequip the piece of clothing and it automatically turns back into the true weapon that it is. So it's kind of oh, like a shifting that's a sneaky little thing, ain't it? How fun. But it lets you hide it as something that's not a weapon. Aye, yes. so you could be walking around with a ring and then pull your sword out when needed. Does it also let you turn it into a different weapon? Like uh, no, rune. you would need a proper shifting rune for that. This just allows it to turn okay. into... So, well, yeah. A, I was wondering if it was like greater shifting type, uh, no. thing, type deal or totally no. different unrelated. Yeah, totally different unrelated, but kind of similar. Um, I think I think cool. the shifting rune is transmutation. This one's actually illusion. Um, let's oh, see. that makes sense. Uh, and the, the headband... Um, you look over the headband. It it feels inert, um, as if its magic has been somewhat used up, um, and needs to be attuned for quite a long time. Um, but this is a headband of inspired wisdom. Um, you think that if one were to wear this for some number of days, if not weeks, if not months, um, their mental energies could infuse into it again and recharge it as a proper headband of inspired wisdom. But this is an incredibly rare apex item. Always very nice wow. to find. Too bad it ain't working. Um, well... Weddy headband. I could... Tell Greshi about that finding, and uh, you would definitely be the one to use it. Out of all of us, this could. I, mean... I don't. Why? I don't have hair to keep out of my face or anything. Do you sweat? Does your I think, head I get think this, sweaty? Um... <laughs> it's kind of cold out right now. I haven't been sweating I, that much, but some I battles. We'll in... keep you warm. I think this could begin to improve I think this could improve further upon the mental powers that you particularly use to cast your spells I'm going to ask you this very carefully it'll make you smarter no no that's that's not it <laughs> I'm just going to ask you very carefully Gon since we've run into this before and not actually with you necessarily <laughs> how confident are you that putting um, this on my head is going to make me smarter and not the opposite. Well, that... See... I'm not, That's why I'm not I, I'm I a little bit worried about worst, it. I think the worst I could say is that it might not work right away, or it might temporarily do the... I mean... Yeah, no, I, I really don't know Okay. what would happen in the meantime, but I think... 
you think it'll hurt me? That's that's really it. It's... No, I don't think it'll hurt you. It doesn't seem to be right. cursed. And like Braxiris, too tight. We for took his the head. we took this off of Braxiris's body. He was wearing this. <laughs> He's also dead. It's also making. Yeah, but he presumably <laughs> wore it for thousands of years. So maybe that's why it's a little oh, bit run ew. down. Well, of course, now oh, you put it that way, I'm a little really inclined to put this thing on my head. <laughs> a little precipitation will spruce it right up. Yeah, clean it up. <laughs> I mean, sure, I guess I'm going to put on this very old, slightly sweat-stained headband. You can feel free to examine it yourself if you'd like. That would take me a while. Greshi, looking it over, oh. you've you feel uncomfortable putting this on your head, but you feel like you could probably wrap it around your arm or, or like, wrap it around your neck. It's it's big enough that you could, like, kind of tuck it into your... Could I maybe uh, make a cravat out of it sort of thing? A scarf, yeah. Make a little <laughs> cravat, sure. <laughs> you don't necessarily have to wear it on your head. I, I said scroff, and then I, I, I meant scarf. Oh, that's Scroff. just an interesting sort of... Transposition there to make. Yeah, I know. I'll start out with the headband and see where we go from here. But okay, he doesn't bother me that much. It's just sweat. You wrap around, tie it. Old sweat. Um, And you you don't feel anything. Um, There's like a like a slight tingle immediately, but nothing else after that. Um, Yeah, just just feels like a headband. Not hearing any weird voices or nothing. No, no whispers. You, I, you hear Asher uh, beside you talking. Just literally right over my shoulder. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Asher, do you do you cast arcane spells? I don't think you do. Any, any at all? Let's find out this time. What are my spells? For the for the book learning type folks, I think this ring would let you cast extra spells. I think could be useful for everyone arcane. here is using yeah. primal or divine. I thought Asher had some occult as her his. Nope. Okay. Hey, Asher I has all of this stuff. Mostly primal. From, yeah. I. I refuse to use from the archer class, spells. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, from it, the, the eldritch. Eldritch Archer is that primal? Yeah, he has he has stuff from Eldritch Archer and Druid, but Druid. It combined them all for the same. Eldritch Archer can just be of whatever type you already have, so his is primal. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I thought Eldritch I thought Eldritch Archer was either arcane it, or occult. It only grants it if you don't already have it, and Asher already had it. So yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Primal. So. I mean, the ring will come in handy for someone, probably, mm-hmm. I'm sure, but not really for me. Well, of the rest of these things, this robe could be good if someone wants to try it. I think it's like that other one that we had. So if I had messed it up in the same way, it might be that really that same really nice I mean, if it is, I would like to keep that this time, but it's another row of runes. Maybe. 
But I'm, I'm really not sure on. It does have some Thessalonian runes, uh, like engraved in the in the lining, but they don't look the same as the, the robe that you had before. Um, and you you weren't able to in your identification figure out how to activate this at all. So yeah, you're not you're not really oh, sure. Fun. All right. Well, uh, suppose we'll toss it in the bag unless Asher can read. Can you read Thessalonian runes or just regular Thessalonian writing? Can I read runes? I assume they just are random kind of words. Yeah, they're they're random they like bits of math, things? like arcane math. Um, they don't really mean anything individually. It's not something that you can read. It's more something that you would sit down and decipher with math. <laughs> Art, magic math. As it were. Magic math. Magic math. <laughs> That's fabulous. Sorry, this is magic math. I don't know magic math. <laughs> I don't know regular math, so that's fair. But where's the uh, where's the cloak of repute? Um. Oh, what book is Somewhere. it? Somewhere. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're asking? Uh, I can double check for you. I think I found it on Nethus. So, cloak of repute is in the Lost Omens character guide. Ah, okay. That would explain why I didn't find it right away. Uh, that would be good for diplomacy bonus. Yeah. Um, well, Gon or Asher right now, since Asher can actually speak Thessalonian, though if you can, when you have com- your um, comprehend languages up, you'll also be pretty good at that. Asher, does Asher have a cloak with magic? I have my zebra, which is not magic. Hmm. You know, if you just start stacking things the way that I do, you can just wear everything. Well, all of your clothes at once. We've gotten two cloaks from this guy. One that makes you non-detectable, and one that makes you better at um, conversation and more likable. Interesting. Also sounds a bit right for him. At least a second one does. The sneaking around one doesn't sound like him too much, though. He doesn't wish to be seen. Why was it he was sneaking around? Was it when he was going to visit Delvahine? Probably. Hmm. That was my takeaway. That he had that other the hat of disguise and the other cloak uh, for hiding from the others or. I thought he just was embarrassed because he looked too old and gross and therefore didn't want to be seen. (laughs) Mm. But the other stuff makes more sense. Never be able to ask him. The book, I'm guessing, is not to... Hmm. This dagger. If I were to convert it into like an armband or something like that can I just wear it all day long that way yeah okay maybe I'll try that because I think I still have some attunement slots open maybe I'll like just wear it as a scarf and then or a scroff and if I it doesn't require any attunement need a backup weapon weapon Oh, fair enough. Okay. Um, can I try to 
turn it into a neck covering. Sure. Yeah. And just wear it. Yeah, you kind does, of. Does it seem to work? Like, you have to just like kind of snap the. There's no verbal component. You just kind of uh, <clears throat> uh, snap the item like around your neck. It's like a slap bracelet. Uh, you slap the the dagger onto your okay. neck, and it it kind of just wraps around and becomes a a, a nice little. Um, I guess whatever whatever neck collar. adornment you would like. It could be a necklace, it could just be a simple chain. A bolo. Um, it would be guns okay. type, probably. Sure. Thanks, <laughs> stick. <laughs> okay, so I'll I'll just wear that and then just in case we if that's cool with everyone. Yeah. Sure. Go for that it. Seems fine. I was gonna say we could put that um Fancy rune on your sword at some point. Uh, yeah. That would... Maybe not right now, but mm -hmm. just transfer it over to... Transfer that. Um, yeah, the rune's definitely going to be useful, but in the meantime, since dagger is what it's on... Oh, sure. Just later on, we can... Hold on to it. We could use it. Anyway. Yeah. Are we okay. sleeping here, then? Or negative sleeping, but resting... Right. It sounds thing. like you had a, a a list of things that you wanted me to or wanted to do while you were here. Yes. Um, so I'll just I go think, through the um, list I have, unless you guys want to just tell me what you want to do. Well, I, I think um, from the list that I wrote, probably during this rest, the thing would to do would be to have one person, probably Asher try to learn the astral projection ritual from this uh, this book that we found that the rest of us won't be able to read until tomorrow. I would like Asher to read it aloud to me so I can also learn how to speak at Thessalonian still. Just taking um, some time to practice. Very loudly. <laughs> One person to try to figure out if the Broken mirrors outside that had the, that made the clones are the ones that we think are infused with pride energy, or if it's this amulet thing. Um, and then also whether that amulet thing might be the tuning fork that we're looking for. Uh, okay. Yeah, I think the rest all of this all requires us to read stuff mm -hmm. so okay well it sounds like at least well I guess it's up to Asher and Reshi uh, is, is Asher going to try and learn astral projection from this book I will try I'm not making any promises that I can but I'll sure read it very <laughs> loudly to Reshi too <laughs> <laughs> Well, in his way, Grishy might be able to point out some ways that makes sense or doesn't make sense. I don't know if it'll actually help at all or if he's just going to make nonsense of all of it, but... Okay, and I'll try and figure out these um, yeah. these mirror artifacts. Um... Yeah, Asher, you you pop open the the astral projection book and start reading over it but you you don't have any idea like you you can read the words and 
cut. Oh. You, you get you get lost in the sauce real quick. It's all very deep, arcane knowledge. There's also some occult stuff here, so you could go at it at an at you could go at it from an occultism angle, but you also you don't really know how to cast occult spells. You just know about occult stuff. Um. Oh, uh, actually, sorry. Can you actually learn a ritual that you that's not on your spell list? Maybe that's. Hold on. Maybe you can. Maybe I'm being silly. I thought rituals weren't um, spell list at all. Uh, that's, that's kind of what I thought too, but I could certainly be wrong about that. Yeah, that's true. Because um, some of them don't necessarily require. I mean, most of them do require some sort of spell, but not necessarily. Let me double check the the learner ritual rule. Learner ritual uh, does not count against any spell. Someone might teach it to you. Um. Okay, I think. Okay, no, no, yeah, you you could attempt uh, occultism or arcana if you're a master at either skill. <laughs> Has Asher been studying his occultism? No, I'm I not a master so. at either of those things. Okay. So no, well, that <laughs> I don't sounds... think anyone. <laughs> but we can take like... it with us. Asher could read it to someone else if if they if anyone else in the party is a master at Arcana. Spoiler: or No, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not even a, I'm not even a master of religion. <laughs> All right, well, we knew so, that. Gone. I mean, come on. Yeah, I I don't think you can learn the ritual then, because <laughs> you wouldn't be able to no. try to cast it if, well, even if you had it. We can't. This is a useless book. We'll take it with us, though. We should yeah, specifically take it with us like, so nobody else can have it in here. Asher spends like 30 minutes trying to understand it. Doesn't realize until halfway through that he's got the book upside down, flips it over, still doesn't understand. Eventually gets frustrated. Magic math is some Trash. bullshit. Yeah, I don't understand. It's magic math. All right. Well, that sounds like that's a no-go from my list. <laughs> Uh, All right, well, that's one escape route not viable. Yep. Um, great. Next, pri next priority on, on the list is, um, let's say, is this hexagon mirror potentially a tuning fork of the material plane? Um, I'll figure that out. Let's see. Uh, whoa. That would be a magical skill check. One of the four schools. Pick the one you think is most appropriate. Also, oh, hello. Thank you for the raid. Hi, Elhawk. Hello, much, much, Ed, much, kid, much, Ed. I don't know how to say your name. Machik. Machik Ed. Ed. Owly B. Phantom and J. DM Dingbat, hello, hello. Sahedrons, there you go. Oh, I didn't change my background. Oh no. Yeah, pick a pick a. I, I think a skill I'm, you think would work. I think I'm best off trying a religion check because I was able to use the wand. Uh, so I'll just try religion. Okay. 
I mean, I was able to misuse the wand. <laughs> sure. Go ahead and give me a religion check. I suppose though. what's the worst that could happen, eh? Ooh. Uh, 35. 35. Okay. Um, I'm you... really good at figuring out religious items, but not, not at <laughs> other religious knowledge. Yeah, so you, you sit with this uh, with this mirror for a bit, um, looking at it, flipping it over, trying to uh, trying to perceive its uh, actually did you did you have Redora currently? I do not have Redora. Okay. Grace has like... Redora right now, but Okay. Um, but yeah, you're you're flipping it over. It doesn't it doesn't feel like tuning forks you'd expect to to have some kind of like vibration when you when you flick them like they do make a noise um or like they do mm-hmm. like make make a sound when when struck um mm-hmm. but this this seems fragile like you almost don't want to strike it and you don't see any signs of it having been struck ever um this okay it's it definitely it still seems like a spell component, just not probably not for, uh, yeah. You, you don't think it's this uh, a a proper tuning fork for uh, um, plane shift. Okay. But it also doesn't seem to have the same kind of energy, of of um, pride energy that we're looking for. No, um, the reflection. As you look at your reflection in the in the silvered mirror, um, it seems what you get back is is kind of uh, like misty, cloudy, almost like wavery. Um, it's very, it's a very faint reflection. Um, not what you'd imagine. You imagine a prideful reflection being. Uh, making you look better okay. than you are, uh, or 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 showing off how good you look. This doesn't seem to be useful for that, so it's, it's probably not infused with pride. You're not getting that sense anyway. Okay, that makes hmm. sense to me. So then, the correlated piece of this investigation was to go back out as far as the hallway in the pride wing where we found cloning mirrors uh, and see if I could take any pieces of those and if those have if those are what we're looking for we had some indication that that would be the case I think it was from the notes yeah I mean you can you can try that um, you make your way over to uh, while Asher is still trying to understand this Book, you make your way over to the uh, the broken but semi-repaired uh, mirrors that were flanking the entry hall, um, mm-hmm. and you pull out a few shards uh, that have been kind of glued in. Um, they're in there good, but you're you're able to pull them off. Um, and looking at them uh, again, your image in these feels like distorted, like the when you get a good glimpse of your eye, it feels like if you just hold it up to your eye, like one of the shards to your eye, you you get a hint of of malice um, from these mirrors. Um, 
this this also mm. doesn't quite feel right. Um, give me a perception. Okay. As, no tiny clones jumping out, right? No, no tiny clones jumping. No out. evil dead. Seems here? like it would need to be more fully repaired to for that to work. Okay. Oh, encouragement to repair it. Uh, Thirty-four. Okay. Um, as you're walking back uh, to the group, let's see. Um, you see Rock is just sitting in front of the statue. Um, you pass by the bodies, um, and the the light is uh, from the chandeliers is flickering in the reflections of the mirrors that surround this whole hall. And you turn and catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror um and you hadn't noticed it before because you were so focused on fighting but damn you look good um mm. and you realize you 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 approach the mirror and you you realize that wait a sec that's not that's not exactly how you look you know you had a scar like across your eye you know you have this like wisp of white hair uh, from when you died and came back. Um, but those aren't present in the mirror. Um, the mirror shows you, like, more fully closely shaven, no no shaving nicks from your attempt at using uh, Rush's well-worn razor. Um, you look flawless in this mirror. Okay. Does every mirror in this hall seem to be that way? Yes. Wow, okay. Um, I guess... I didn't think that they would be all of these mirrors done in that way, but that's pretty impressive. Alright, well, I think I know which mirror he was referring to then, so I'll go back and hang with the other folks and relay that to them. Rather than the, the evil clone mirrors, I think it's simply all of the mirrors in the in the large room here, the large hall, have this That's property. Lucky. That's a lot. I think that's a bit easier. It's a lot of items. It's a lot of mirrors. So we can we can maybe break one later and then see if the fragments still have enough charge to do that, or if we need to sort of dismantle it carefully or something like that. Mm-hmm. Take one down. Did we happen hitting the ones in the main hall? I know we hit some in the hallway. Well, I hit some in the hallway on the way here. Given all the spells that we're throwing around, like including a sunburst, we might have done some damage. Some shattering might have happened. I didn't honestly check to take stock of damage there. I was a bit busy. Yeah, there's probably a few shards here and there. Um, The sunburst probably melted some of the mirrors. Um, Yeah, there's probably some already, some some fragments already around on the ground. Cool. We can go look for those a little later. I'll do. In the meantime, um, just to learn anything, we don't know how to do magic math. Do you hear anything about that little hexagonal mirror? No, I still think this is some kind of other spell component from something else that he might have. Perhaps this is used for his cloning or something like that. I don't know. Hmm. Given that he had, had it you know, in his desk. Well, 
Well, so the only other things on my list all require us to rest and get spells back so that we can read some of these books. Seems like a good thing to do, I suppose. Um, Asher and I can work on Thessalonians some more unless Asher has something better to do. Nothing better to do with my time in this <laughs> place. <laughs> okay. Um, so with that, you guys decide to chill out in this room for a bit and just relax. Um, as much as relaxing as you can do. Um, Gun, your your mind mm-hmm. is just running over um, the various facts that you guys have learned, thinking about the contents of the letters, um, thinking about the, the bodies that you've just seen. Asher, you're trying to distract yourself by just reading out random words that you see on these various Thessalonian books that are on the table. Word. <laughs> word. Trying word. to explain to Grushy what, word, what doors Grushy. mean. Look. <laughs> I, you said that one already. Oh, it's a good one, though. It is a good one. It has a very nice, like, oh, sound to it. <laughs> um, so after, after a couple of hours pass, uh, you eventually feel like... Um, you're about ready to uh, re-prepare your spells, if you wish. Um, you effectively gain the benefits of a long rest. Alright. That is nice. And still no sleep, still not feeling hungry or anything of the sort. No, not feeling hungry at all. Not feeling. I yeah, think it used to feel fine. Uh, in fact, um, while you guys have been in here so long, uh, Greshi and Asher, you you didn't like this place when you first came in. You felt like it was oppressive. It was weird. It was ostentatious. But it's starting to. It's starting to not feel that bad. The the nice velvet carpet is very, very plush, very comfortable. It's maybe got like a layer of memory foam underneath. That's that's nice. You've never felt that before. Um, you could get used to these accommodations. You almost wish you had these kinds of accommodations all the time. You're no longer suffering from the minus twos while in this wing of Rune Forge. We need How to get out of here. Yeah, we we have <laughs> to right. leave. <laughs> All right. I, I suppose that's fair, but we know his bed is made of stone. There's no way he there's memory foam under here. <laughs> <laughs> it's true we did find that illusion. We did. Uh, Not sure how much I believe anymore in here, but we have we have lots of books in here to look through. So I would have prioritized anything else that might let us learn any spells that are interesting or um, anything about the rune forge well in the center of the rune forge or about other rune wells in general. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Uh, if you're searching for books that were not the ones that were already listed to you, uh, that would be a um, either a perception check or an arcana check, library lore if you've got library lore, mm -hmm. um, or some other similar check. What check you use changes I'll... what kinds of books you can find. Okay, I'll probably go okay. ahead and cast um, a fourth level um, comprehend, comprehend languages. languages on everybody so that okay. we can all search and read. All right. And that gives you guys how much time? Oh, and I'll have rock in it before an hour. One hour. Okay. We have a lot of skimming, but we'll see what we can find. Um, and I can actually, I'll cast that at third level, which lets you read but not oh, wait, does that let me let me confirm this uh, there's one level where you can read but not speak and then there's one level where it lets you do it to everybody, and I forget which one comes first uh, fourth lets you target up to ten creatures with one cast okay, then it's uh, fourth, anything, it's anything below fourth is probably not what you want so fourth level, comprehend languages. Got it. Okay. Um, so you cast on the group, um, and you've got an hour to. I guess it's just you and Greshi who really need the the casting. But it, I guess it does help Asher like understand things True. that he might not understand otherwise. Um, yeah. I, okay. Can we understand okay. magic math better with this spell on? <laughs> I don't think I understand Arcana any better. You can understand what the words are uh, a little bit better, because there's certainly a lot of words that you were just guessing at before, but uh, it's not gonna... Mm. It'll help somewhat, but only only up to Asher's own, own understanding of magic math, <laughs> as it were. Which is low. <laughs> complicated. By okay, the way, uh, should, uh, should Greshi and I also recover some hit points based as if we had a long rest? Uh, yes. That was part of the benefit, wasn't it? Yeah, if you guys effectively spent about four hours just chilling in here, that's the equivalent of the long rest. Full. Okay, yeah, that puts me at full, too. Sorry. Um, cool, cool. Just okay. And best boy so, yeah. is still feeling his best. If you're searching for books, uh, you pick a skill that you think would help you find interesting books and roll that skill, and I'll tell you what you find. All right. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to go with Arcana. It's not gonna be a very good roll, though. But I think that's gonna be the most useful one. I'm gonna make that roll. Twenty-seven. But I think I'm gonna stick with it. Okay, natural eight for twenty-seven. Uh, Asher and Gun, what would you guys like to roll? I'd like to use athletics so I can find the biggest, thickest, <laughs> heaviest, manliest books in the. No, I don't know. Um, perception. <laughs> okay. Perception. Oh, I know what I should have done. I'm dumb. Oh, that's not great. Um, yeah, not too great. Okay. 23, 23 from Gun. For me. A natural I'm looking for books on the topic 
of the Rune Forge or Rune Well. Um, okay. And every book that I find that's in good shape that's not about that, I'm probably going to go ahead and put in a pile the two be put in the sack pile. Sure. Okay. So I'm going to separate broken, broken old books from from good condition books while I'm doing All that. Right. Uh, an Asher. Go for occultism. Occultism? All right. Looking for the weird books. For a 28. Oh. I want to find those weird books. Okay. Um, so yeah, Greshi is, is focused on like finding subjects of uh, arcane importance and scanning for important arcane words and dismissing things that look like they're rudimentary fundamentals, that sort of thing. Uh, Asher is looking for books that might have like weird symbols on them that have uh, interesting, uh, seem to have like interesting lore and weird shit going on. Gun is just doing like a real quick scan, uh, like just visual scan for for literally the word rune, uh, to, to see if he can find anything with the rune on it <laughs> on any of the covers. Um, so uh, the three of you uh, have both this uh, the room where you found Frexeris's body and the area across the hall. Um, where there's books uh, all over the place. Um, so you guys are just kind of meandering around um, for this hour, collecting anything that you find that could be uh, could be interesting or relevant to your interests. Um, so you spend about, I would say, maybe 20 minutes or so of your hour just kind of digging around for, for books that could be interesting. Um, and then coming back to the central area um, and laying them all on, or back to the uh, the first room you were in, laying them out on the desk and starting to sort through them as quickly as you can uh, before your, your reading time runs out. Um, let's see. Do, 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 do. Uh, Greshi with a 27. Uh, mm -hmm. you, you did find a section of spell books, um, that seem to be very focused on, uh, high-level illusion magic, um, Within these books are basically all of the uh, common um, illusion spells, uh, as well as a number of uncommon ones. Um, but Ooh. perhaps more interesting than that uh, is uh, you come across a uh, scattered... Well, you, you come across the spine of uh, a, a collected work on uh, simulacrum. Um, the the ritual to create huh. a simulacrum. Uh, many of the pages are torn out, but you manage to collect uh, what seems to be all of the missing pages um, scattered around in the uh, the room that's been kind of torn apart. Um, oh, nice work, Gresham. Um, but you do now have uh, yeah, basically a couple of tomes on uh, illusion spells where you could search them to find specific illusion spells. 
um, including, yeah, including uncommon and rare ones. And then you have another book that is the Simulacrum Ritual. Um, it's not as advanced as whatever Vrexeris was doing, but it's it's definitely like the beginner version of, of that. It's still a pretty um, good thing to know. Let's see. That was the 27. Gun, the 23. Um, you're looking at any subject on runes, rune wells, rune forge, anything like that. Um, there don't seem to be any books or subjects on the rune forge uh, itself, because it seems like it was a very... I mean, you guys already know that it, people the didn't really pool. write about it. It was yeah. a thing that people didn't know about. Um, but you do find a section okay. of what were clearly more of Raxeris's notes. Um, there's some, uh, there's a couple of like rough notes on the rune well itself, um, but nothing. Uh, I guess just kind of flipping through it uh, and trying to to make your make some sense out of uh, what he's written. Um, it seems like the rune well, is, uh, the um, sorry, the runeforge pool uh, mm-hmm. is powered by, um, is powered by some some force external to the runeforge itself, um, some some power source that the rune lords controlled, uh, and part of the agreement to um, to build the rune forge was that all of the all of the rune lords would supply um uh like a feed of magic into it um and you see some okay. notes about uh Vraxera seems to have been calculating the um how much energy was left in the pool as as people within the rune forge have been using it uh, and it seems to have just been on a very steady mm-hmm. decline. Um, and that if there is a way to refill the Runeforge pool, it's something that's external to the Runeforge that the Rune Lords themselves know how to do. Um, but not anyone okay. who's inside the Runeforge. Um, okay. Perhaps that's it sounds... indeed what makes you a Rune Lord. Perhaps. Could be. Um, I mean, it might on... not just be a title. On rune wells themselves, you find a few books about about magical rune wells, um, but they don't seem to say anything about uh, rune wells themselves. Seem to be uh, collection points for sin. Um, if a rune well is attuned to a certain sin, then it picks up uh, souls that die within a radius um, and converts their spirit energy into arcane energy um, within the within the well itself. Um, some uh, some of the rune lords have been known to do advanced magic uh, or advanced things with their own rune wells. Uh, Elasnist was known to use her rune wells to create uh, sin spawn, uh, specifically wrath spawn. Um, but this is all really basic information. It sounds like a rune well itself is merely a one of these pools that collects energy, and then that energy can be used for other stuff. Uh, yeah, it's, it's okay. rune well juice. Um, would hmm, would there be more than one rune well of a given type then? 
yes, it sounds like there could be infinite numbers of them and they could serve infinite okay. purposes. They're usually built with a... Each one is usually built with a specific singular purpose. Um, but your guess is that Karzug... The, the rune well that's called Karzug's rune well is probably something within Zin Shalast that he used for his own... Like, he, he made it for his own ritual. Um, that seems to be part of bringing it's him probably back. like his biggest and best one. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's so what you it think he made like. it, Or I think he made it specifically for this purpose of recovering yes. if you were killed or whatever the hell happened to him. Okay. Yeah. It's possible that other okay. rune lords did the cool. same thing, but um, that that would be an implication that you make separately from, from what you read here. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing here says like a rune lord's a rune well specifically is to bring you back. It's just a it's just a power source. Um, okay, and then that leaves Asher, uh, who is looking for weird books. Um, <laughs> weird shit. Weird shit. Um, you Asher with a twenty eight twenty eight. Uh, managed to come across um, uh, <laughs> this is weird in a, in, a, in a slightly different way than you were expecting perhaps uh, you come across a section of self-help books um, <laughs> um, occult self-help books yes occult <laughs> self-help books they've got uh, they've got some strange you're you're immediately drawn to the like the very bizarre looking art on the covers uh, or on the spines and like you pull one out and it's kind of like a, a almost like metal album cover um that says something like uh the uh oh shit where's my um yeah you have one one that's got like a bunch of people clearly being sacrificed in some kind of uh like dark circle ritual they're like throats are being slit blood spewing everywhere and at the top it reads top 10 tips for becoming an influencer oh another one has a uh a, like a goat skull um with a bandana um wrapped around its eyes um, and it's called Leading the Blind. And the third no. interesting book that you find, um, this one's got a lot of, uh, weird occult symbols for the infinite, or infinity. Um, a lot of just kind of infinite, like, circling snakes and, like, looping symbols all over it. Um, it seems to be a a spell book, but it's fairly fresh. There's not much written in here. Um, it looks like it was very lightly used, um, but it seems to be a, a some kind of magical tome or grimoire. Hey then. So that's what you find. <laughs> I like my title. I shared with the uh, with the chat but uh, will does not seem to like it <laughs> so, how to summon your inner demons just 
Nah. <laughs> Fine. All right, I'll take the bad omens. Okay. So yeah, that's what that's what you guys all find uh, in your search. Fun. Well, start reading, I suppose. See what we can break down of this information. I don't uh, know how much of this illusion stuff is going to be useful for me, though. Seems like it could help, although um, we're preparing to... I think we discussed preparing spells that would use against that iron creature in the Wrath Wing. Hmm. And it was weak to... What was it, Asher? Acid. Oh, acid. Acid, <laughs> Asher. That's right. Asher shit. Asher. 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 It's weak to Asher. It, it, it is weak to Asher. So we'll just send Asher down. I'll touch it. I'm sure some parts of me are acidic. Unfortunately, corrosive body does not work on other people. Otherwise, I would offer to allow you to just touch it. Because that would be it. fun. I don't think it's weak to Yay. acid. Even. I think that's the only thing that can, it can hurt it. Damage yeah. it, but <laughs> if you do have corrosive body, you can just hug it, and it just Aww. hurts it. It's fun. It also yeah. hurts you a bit if it beats you, but you know, small things. Oh, no, it's fine. You guys bring me back. I'll hug the thing. Fine. I'll just have you hug it forever. Um, I have prepared a bit for it, so I think we'll be okay. Cool. But... I have one yeah, acid as... can trip. <laughs> Uh, as I far as books go, you've got about 30 bulk worth of books here. Um, I don't know if you guys are taking all of that and if you can fit all of that. Well, yeah, we can we have, fit all of it, but that's a lot of space. It's yeah, taken we all. have two bags of holding that each have space, 25 space. Mm, no. Total? Type I, two. It was a type 2 and a type 1. Oh, okay. So it should be twenty. It should be seventy-five total, I think. I might still be overstating that, but I have to double check. But I think it was twenty-five and fifty. Um, well, how about this? I'll locate some some twine or string if there's anything around here that would serve. Um, if not, I have rope. Yes, sir. And we'll tie up the books into bundles. We'll take all these essential ones that we found that seem to have um, like important spells that we can learn and make that one bundle. And we'll take the extra ones uh, and make them another bundle. That way we can, we don't have to sort them out later if we don't have enough space. But for now, there's no real reason not to try to bring those with us. Uh, sure. so Lost the, information that we could bring back to got, the world. You've got about five. Uh, what did I, I said thirty total. So you've got five thirty uh, total. Five bulk of essential books, or what you what you've labeled as interesting essential books, and twenty five bulk of mm -hmm. other miscellany that you could later sift through. Cool. That works. I, and as I said, we do have room in the bags. It's just that is a lot of space. It would be mm -hmm. taken up. Yeah, what if we find a cool painting later? 
You know, full paintings actually don't take up that much space. You'd be surprised. A 3,000 volt... Well, I guess that wouldn't matter. Condense. Button. A 60 pound, 60 bulk painting. And now, if you beautiful. do find some, like, sculpture or something, that would be... Ooh. We'd want to transport it. We'd have a difficult time. Ooh. Then we got the golem. books. And books are art? Maybe, I don't know. I don't really do that much reading on the site. Sure Got rare spell books and Thessalonian books added to the list of stuff that's in the bag. Excellent. And a book about influencing. Hi. How to influence your influencers or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd be an influencer. How to no. All three of those books, and... Asher, are seem to be magical, by the way. Oh. Hooray! <laughs> My magical book. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't. The, yeah, the, those weren't just because it was funny. They're also magical. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, good. I was like, I thought you were just being silly. <laughs> What's I was being silly? Either both, way. Both. How to make how to make friends and ritually murder them? Well, I mean, right. we take some Is that one of these things in there? And they're dead at the end. True friends. All right. Well, that's good. They're not useless. Maybe they are, but they're magical at least. And that's good. Well, let's take it all with us and um, mm. go somewhere else. Oh, I suppose it would be how to make friends and sacrifice people. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so are we going? Are we all set? Well, yep. Yeah, that's everything. That's everything from my list of tasks. We're going to ignore the Raxerai on the floor. We're going to gather. Do we need to get to any more mirror things? I guess that's there. Do you want the shards? Um, We definitely need some mirror shards. Who wants to go break some mirrors? I hear it's bad luck. Let's see if there are any already broken. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you can head out, and there's a few uh, sections of mirror um, that are that are broken. Uh, you could, if you're just scooping up the things that are already broken, you can get about three light bulk worth of mirror. Um, but you can obviously shatter as much as you want. It's a big space. Does that seem? How many pieces roughly seems like one equivalent of Asher's invested items? My three items. Um, well, that three light bulbs seems like not quite enough. Uh, if you're, if Greshi is using Reed Aura, mm. did Greshi prep Reed Aura today for this, for this day? He did, did prep Reed Aura. He also prepped okay. Tech Magic today. Okay. Yes, yeah. I did prep my yeah, spells. I was just and going through and updated. Incidentally, I, I would have, uh, before we prepared, I would have put Rock back in pet cash. Okay. That's fine. Um, yeah, so mm-hmm. if you're if you're going off of Greshi's, like, Asher places one of the objects on the ground, you kind of pile up some mirror pieces beside it to see if it's, like, an equivalent amount of energy that it's giving off. Um, and it seems like you need about a bulk of, of mirror shard 
uh, to match one uh, one of these items. Which is okay. great, because Gretchen pulls out his sling and starts slinging bullets around. Yeah. Ooh, I guess we're going to start breaking three bulk <laughs> worth of mirrors. Okay. Yeah, you just start <laughs> oh, Or slinging. at least two. <laughs> three? Let's yeah, go for three. Yeah, we go can... for three. Have a spare one. They're relatively easy to I'm shatter. I'm not sure we were going so... to make... Um, Ramirez. Physical weapon. Use up about five bullets, I guess, and you can get three... Uh, three bulk, bulk worth shattered glass. Let's steal at twice the price. So I have 29 bullets. I've had these bullets since the beginning of the game. <laughs> now you have less. Aren't you glad? Because what would we do without them? <laughs> you never know. If you shatter them from know. far away, the bad luck can't reach you. Mm. Not sure. See, that's why we keep you around. You know about this occultism stuff. Yeah, I would never I know. have known something about that. You're safe, Greshi. <laughs> See, cult, cult curses, that's not really my thing. I don't know much about them, so... The mirror curse only has like a five a foot <laughs> diameter, so you're pretty safe. Not well, that's very good. far. That's good to keep in mind. So you're saying though, if I stay on the other side of Phelan and break it though, maybe if yeah, I use that's... a stick? Well then well, Phelan might you oh, get bad Phelan, luck. True. We right, you wouldn't want to pass this on to yeah. Phelan. But you have the that's... 10 foot rod. Yes. Yeah, so you have to could have used the 10 foot pole and saved some bullets. We could have, but this is more fun. I think we're okay, though. Anyways, so, you get also gathered up. Yes. All right. We have three bulk of mirror fragments to go in the bag as well. And we shall and head we'll be to very the careful when we dump about. We'll be very careful when we dump it out again. Um, sure, I'll roll a <laughs> reflex save. Sure, whoever's handling the mirror shards. Well, Gresham was over here direct in traffic, so... Okay, Very sure. You're... Be careful. I guess I probably should have just been a thievery check, but sure, yeah. You you managed to jumble the the shards of glass around fine. You're wearing gauntlets, I think, so uh, you're able to get them into your That's bags true. without cutting yourself up. Cool. Well, are my gloves still not working? Oh, good question. Uh, yeah, how are my It's a question of 24 hours or upon resetish. Because it hasn't been 24 hours, I know that much, but it has been, it's reset, obviously, so I don't know if they would um, fix themselves. Yes, they don't. Hold on, let me, let me double check what I wrote. Uh, but I don't think that they reset yet. Sorry, just pull up my notes. Uh, yes, they have not reset yet. They're, the power is returning slowly, but they're not they're not fully reactivated. It's it's a very pastel pink, kind of a Wes Anderson sort of vibe we're going for. Yeah, the same seems to be true of Asher's rune. Um, likewise, gun, you're still affected by, uh, this, um, this pride enchantment. <laughs> oh. The Sorry, they... uh, 
the one oh, that you got hit with. Um, you're you're still feeling very in the bathroom. Boastful, and when you fail at something, you're you feel pretty annoyed. Ah, uh, okay. Um, it's well, nice. that's fine. Hmm. Let's um, let's move out, and on our way back to the central area, we can determine among our three options um, what to do next. All right. Option okay. one: just try to do the enchanting of some of some weapons right now. Like if we haven't, we have both types of item, and we have some weapons. We could yeah. potentially just do that and try. Um, option two, head towards Wrath and try to take down this iron golem and investigate there where we're looking for potentially one of our options for a way out. And the other one is head back to Lust and try to find out if Delvaheen has the tuning fork we're looking for. Something tells me that Delvaheen won't be quite as accommodating if we show up again. She'll probably be more annoyed. Unless I want to participate in activities yet again. That could be... I'm not here to volunteer here for that. Yeah. I'll do it if the world needs me. Also, if we bumble these three items, I'm probably going to have to do it again. So, in which case, we should probably start here first mm -hmm. before yeah. we take Asher over and make him go through all of that again <laughs> whatever he was doing in there Love. I had a guess right she was happy to let us do the dirty work here so to speak and um, maybe more interested in the items in the weapons that we're about to make than in anything else mm. that we're actually doing perhaps well, I'm happy to play around with trying to see what this forge thing can do. Yeah, I think we Who's... have we have Rexeris's notes on the process mm -hmm. to guide us. Um, let's just walk through the steps and whose which... weapon do we want to enchant first? Out of the weapons that we have here, um, we have several options. We have my longsword. We have Asher's longbow. We have the um, the bastard sword, the holy bastard sword that we found. We have the dragon bane longbow that we found. We have the dagger, uh, the returning dagger that we found, and the new dagger that we just got from Vexeris. Um, plus anything that Greshi might have, but I have a stick. Yeah, I have yeah. sticks. In fact, I have this stick, and then I he pulls out one of the wands. Got this stick. This one's not working still. I'll get back to it. Got another stick someplace. Don't know where that broken stick went though. Wand. For that matter, I should. If Asher has a bow already, I should use I should change my backup plus one longbow for this dragon bane one just in case to 
to wear. And hard to have. While we go. Um, Don't expect our Chris to jump on our heads, but right. who knows? Who knows? So, I let's start with Asher's bowl. Okay. Okay. If nothing else, we have a couple of backup bows if we have to, mm-hmm. but... Um, That's true. And yeah, we... Well, actually, now that you mention it, I have another question. I think this one will be pretty clear, but um, are we fairly confident that we would need to do this to a bow and not to an arrow? I'm not, actually. To be perfectly honest, I'm sure that there there are enchantments on a bow that's apply to any shot that comes from the bow. Yeah, but the then also applies which, to my arrows. And so does so the fire and the right yeah. so that's where i'm i'm thinking okay. that it's better to do the bowl okay i i agree that that's likely also, to work it's also possible you could create arrows of a certain kind that do special things but they may not be the same as whatever weapons we're making if that right. makes any sense yeah like they have an effect but not the same okay i could be entirely wrong i have no idea oh. i've never okay. done this before we could be absolutely thing. wrong it could explode that's entirely true. That's why I, ex- I suggest we all gather around it as we start gather working on this. Around. That way, when it goes, <laughs> yeah. it, we all go together. All right. We're all going to explode. We'll end it here. <laughs> well, we can let's my let's bow. follow the instructions and try yes. to use to get Asher's bow enchanted with uh, dominant. <laughs> At least I'm attuned to one of the two. Mm-hmm. And you're attuned to the other one, I guess. I think so. That's true. So there's a plus for each of you. Oh, boy. And I'm just unhappy everywhere. Oh, I'm sorry, Grashy. We'll find your weird hallway. <laughs> okay. Well, um, so Asher, you're, uh, you would like to go through this process with the... Um, with your frosty flamies, trikey longbow. Yeah. Good luck, longbow. longbow. Okay. I love so you. So, you start, uh, you're the only one who can read this now. So, you start reading through the process and explaining it to, or reading it out to Greshi, and Greshi is trying to um, parse that into like actual <laughs> instructions. Um, and the first step is to uh, imbue the pool with some basic cantrips um, that are very easy to to learn and cast. Um, so Greshi begins to do that. The pool begins to uh, to bubble and and radiate. Um, and there seems to be a different uh, uh, arcane uh, phrase that needs to be. Uh, a word of power that needs to be used for the, the two sins that you're using. So you read in the the, the rune for pride and the rune for lust. Um, and he starts chanting those. Uh, and as he as he does pride, the, um, the pool starts to uh, glow a brilliant green. Um, and then uh, when he starts doing the lust uh, phrase, the it starts to glow a bright pink. And then the two colors start to swirl together, uh, a bit like a, a, a yin yang sort of thing, um, a, a symbol. They just kind of swirl uh, in in unison um, until uh, the the pool uh, be- forms like a perfect spiral. 
um, in the center. Um, the next step is to place the the weapon into the pool, uh, lower it carefully. Um, so Asher, you take the the longbow out and start to lower it into the pool. Um, and the last step of the process is to imbue it with a name of power. Um, what is this longbow going to be called from henceforth? Oh god, I wasn't oh. ready for this. Do you know how long it takes me in character creation, Jason, to come up with the name? <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm gonna end up calling the bow Steve, Jason. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> well, you, you have some time. You can you can think about it. There's no there's no rush here. What will I call my bow? Yeah, you get to this part and you you realize that you you all skipped over it multiple times while reading the notes earlier. Uh, and now you're at a bit oh, of a we loss. We actually named the damn thing. That is tricky. Where's your train of thought taking you? Nowhere. <laughs> actually, what was what was my mom's name? Did she have a cool name? I like actually as a person forget. Oh, she had a cool uh, I name. do know your mom's name. Uh, I can bring it up. Mother Bo. Uh, Let me. Dig. We <laughs> dig, 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 dig. Well, this is something you have to think about too, Adam. Yeah. Yeah. As well, we need to decide which weapon we're going to be using for gun. Chat is also offering some names. If you if you check chat, I'd like uh, to go gross to... sword. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, gross sword. <laughs> You know, I know that's a suggestion for gun, but if, as a name for Asher's bow, Gross Sword is a pretty great name. Gross Sword. Gross Sword of the bow. It's like, shit, it's a bow, and it's like, and it's been named. It's like, we have to go for the name right away, and, and Asher's just like, oh, Gross Sword, shit. Let's name it. <laughs> Why can't I find this one character's name? Okay, let me check. Here. Let me check my DMs because I know I sent you her name. At yeah, some you DM me. <laughs> the two sins in question are pride and lust, and the combination is a a dominant weapon. Yes, a weapon of dominance. The best, the best, the best. <laughs> what? Where was it? Oh no. Heartstrings. I feel like I'm getting close. <laughs> okay, let me check one other spot. I, I make entirely too many notes files for this game. Uh, oh boy. Oh, I found it. I oh, don't yeah. know if I can pronounce this. 
<laughs> Vieri? V-I-E-R-E with a thing over it. Sorry, how do you spell it? V-I... V-I-E-R-E and the E has a little dongle. I don't know what that's called. On the oh, the like Pokemon E is probably what I did. Ah, yes, Vieri. Oh, it's an accent? Yes, yes. Vieri for Alright, there we go. We've named it. It's just Vieri. I liked I liked Heartstring. That was pretty good. Oh, Too bad. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, you you think for a while, almost forgetting <laughs> your mother's name. Cap. You hadn't heard it out loud in so long. You've always just thought of her as mom, um, or mother, wow. or, or whatever words that you would normally use. Um, you you try to trace back to to what her name really was. You look at the the amulet. Uh, that you're carrying the locket and you see the the letters vf um and suddenly you're hit with a childhood memory of jacardros uh at the door um he still had his his both his eyes back then um you were you were not but uh a i don't know a a toddler, maybe at best, an infant, um, <laughs> an infant, uh, and you you hear him ask for if your mother is there, if if Vra is there, and suddenly it hits you, and you speak the name aloud. The pool begins to glow brightly. Um, as the weapon is fully infused with the power of these two sins, um, Greshi completes the uh, the final incantations as given in the documents, um, and the weapon begins to rise up out of the pool um, and floats towards you, Asher. And then it just kind of stops in front Can of you. Can I take it? Yeah. Oh. Good. You, you I reach out. I can take it now. Yeah, you reach out and, and grasp the the bow. Um, it gives off a brilliant light um, as the pool dims a bit, and you watch the water level begins to recede. Um, or, or I guess as the weapon came out, the water level receded below where it had been before. Um, and yeah. The, the weapon in your hand feels strong, feels powerful. You're not sure yet what it does, but it makes you feel different. It makes you feel like you can do anything. Like you now have the power that you wanted to protect your friends, to protect your family. And you all hear something start well, I to think move. think it worked. <laughs> You hear a rumbling sound as the ground beneath your feet begins to shake. You hear the sound of creaking stone as across from the pool directly in front of you, Asher, you see the statue of Karzu begin to move. The eyes begin to glow green with envy. Uh, sorry, with I no. guess with greed in this case. Uh, <laughs> the eyes begin to glow a bright green um, as the mouth begins to to twist. Uh, you, the 
cracks of stone crumble to the ground. So you think that you can just create weapons that could defeat me? The statue begins to twist, pull one of its legs off of the pedestal. Um, everyone roll initiative. Yeah, you might want to just start shooting. How exciting! That's not... That's... Okay, alright. Well, let's just do that. Could be better, could be uh, worse. Sorry, Sorry, I guess he was... Uh, I know, he'd, he'd actually speak in common uh, at this point. Battle cry. Okay, yeah, you can you can attempt your battle cry. Actions. Boom. Ah, oh, natural one. Haven't used your hero point. Yeah, <laughs> you. You catch something in your throat as you attempt to give out a, a, a roar of power. Um, uh, where am I? Okay. Uh, where's my bonus? There it is. So Was he hiding in the statue all along? Okay. where they went. So, Karzug has a 46. Asher's got a 38. Gun's got a 36. Rushi's got a 30. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so the statue, yeah, immediately begins to move. Um, <clears throat> I see. It's you all again. I can't help but be inspired by your optimism. Alas, your weapons will never reach Zin Shalast. Your fate is death here in the Rune Forge. It says it begins to stomp forward. Um, let's see, let's see. What is it going to do? Okay. It's going to stomp forward. Uh, oop, that is not... There it is. Uh, so it's going to stomp forward. 20. Go about there. Uh, oh, so I guess about here. It'll do the other way. Um. Oh, yeah. This place is smaller than. Yeah. It is. It seems. Uh, I guess I could give it like a an aura that's the actual spaces that it is, but. It, is, it should be large, basically. Um, yes, yeah, so it stomps over toward... Oh, I'll just make him look fat. Uh, <laughs> it stomps over towards Asher <laughs> uh, and is immediately going to take a... 
uh, a big swing. Uh, I'll go ahead and use my... I've got a bunch of points, so let's go ahead and use some points right now. All nine. Let's go. <laughs> on a natural 20 where it doesn't like, matter. On a square. Hmm? Hmm. A natural 20 and... Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's, I that's definitely a crit. I'm within 15 feet of him because... I keep getting clocked by these attacks. I don't think you are. Weird, I'm on a weird square, though. I'm not... I'm, are you you're on, you're on an actual square. Yeah, you're on a real square. Why is my, why is my measuring not working? Uh, measure from yourself. Okay. So he's 20 Two. feet away. Oh, I see the problem. Okay, I see. Well... Oh. I guess it's square. What, like, oh. what a bad coincidence. He stopped just outside the range where I can help you. Yeah, he's kind of there. Okay. Um, yeah, so he is going to swing this glaive down uh, upon you. Um, and that is going to be. Yes, that is a critical, so we roll. Do, do, do. That uh, sixty-three points of bludgeoning damage as the glaive comes right down and slams into you. My goodness! All right, that is your turn, Asher. Or it is it is your turn Ow, now, Asher. My head. I was like, and that's on your turn. Wait till <laughs> you see what I do on my turn. Just um, <laughs> you wait. Stop hitting yourself. <laughs> Alright, uh, well, I'm gonna hunt prey him first. That's a great use of my time. Kill him once. Come back. I wanna hang out with Gun over here. Yeah, come back by me, for sure. This way. My second, and then I am going to shoot at him twice and see what happens with my new bow, if anything at all. Maybe we won't hit him. A 34 and a 33. Okay, uh, 34 and 33. Um, let's see. Thing. Uh, okay. uh, both of those will hit. Roll damage. Oh, okay. We. Like, I don't know if the frost and flame matter. Uh, sure. So you did this as a hunted strike. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Um, sorry. So you've moved, you hunted prey, and then you uh, hunted shot. Okay. Um, mark him. If hunted shot, they combine the damage combines for the purposes of. Uh, Oh, so I don't need to new, do new do. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry, that was that was a question. <laughs> uh, yes, I think all of it combines. I'm not okay. 100% sure. 
I can double check. For resistances, yeah. Yeah. Uh, combines for the purposes of resistance and weaknesses. Okay, cool. That is what he needs yeah, to like know. Yeah, I'm like 90% sure that's true. Yes, that is what it says. Um, okay, so... Uh, it does have a All resistance. Altogether, it looks like you have... Plus 12. Is that uh, 2d8 per hit? Do you need a second 2d8? No, no it's, it's only for the, the first, first shot gets it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it is one per... Okay, right. so it's 48 right. points of piercing damage. But it doubles gets... on crit. The 48 will get reduced, um, but only once because it's... Uh, because you've combined mm -hmm. the shots. Um, the one shot hits, and the second shot lands in the same spot and uh, cracks through its uh, very, very tough uh, outer shell. Um, uh, sorry, I'm losing my... That happens. Uh, let me damage. And then we have the Frost and Flame. Total of eleven frost and ten flame. If you, if you, the way we've been doing it. Uh, yes. Neither the frost nor the flame managed to to break through uh, this golem's shell. Okay. But the shot, the two shots do hit, and you do manage to like pierce through its its uh, rough exterior. Okay. Sorry, there's a lot of things to suddenly read because I wasn't expecting this fight to happen uh, today. Uh, gun! <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to have to draw my gear, I think, because I wasn't... I might have had my Correct. sword out since we were preparing to do weapons, but I'll definitely have to draw my shield at least. Uh, I would say you have to draw both. I don't, I don't think you have okay. either out of the well, I, was, I mean, I was pondering powering up my sword, and I was thinking about what to name, what its name would be. So I might have had it out, but uh, give me a D one hundred if it's above a fifty five. Then you had your sword out. Uh, Thirty seven. Nope. Okay. okay. You did not have well, your sword two out. Two actions to draw: one to move and put myself here between my teammates and the statue. Okay. Um, but hopefully, still within fifty. Sure. Nope. Twenty. Okay. Let's um. Let's, <laughs> let's make it. Let's make it here instead. Okay, he did you move up, up next to Asher. Back up a step. When he was, when he was attacking Asher, he moved next to Asher before he attacked. Does uh, he look like he, he has long? To, yes. I mean, he's got a huge glaive. He looks like he's got reach. Well. I think it's more important that I'm ready to uh, protect my teammates than it is that. Yeah, so okay. I'm gonna take a spot here, and that's it for me. All right, Greshi. Great, fantastic. I have no idea what to do with you because you're giant and uh, possibly some sort of defenses that I'm not sure about. Um, can I figure out? Is this just a statue, or is this actually Karzug here now? 
Uh, that, that are be we just beating a, up a rock? Uh, give me an arcana check. Recall knowledge, knowledge of some sort. Arcana. We're in action. Or how bad is that going to be? Oh, not too bad. Uh, 35. 35. Okay. Um, the way this statue is moving, it's almost certainly a, another golem. Like, you just saw one of these before. Okay. I'm not sure if it's the same type of golem, um, but it, it's probably just being possessed by Karzuk. It's got a lot of the same... You watched Karzuk possess another entity before. You, you saw it happen with... Um, mm-hmm. Bokmirian. And this looks like the same kind of green energy possessing a, an object. Okay. But destroying the object would prevent it from being possessed, so either way is fine. Um, could I tell if it took any sort of special damage from Asher's attacks? For example, specifically like the fire and ice, did they both get completely negated? Uh, it looked like the fire and the ice both, yes, got completely negated. Alright, well then we're going to try lightning, and we will spend two ac- our remaining two actions this round to cast electric arc at it. And see if it can dodge. Oh, actually, no, the, the cold damage did work. Whoops. Uh, I may yeah, change sorry, sorry. Time. The cold damage should have worked. Uh, you may change that if you wish. Um, yes, the cold damage should have done did it seem, bad something. It did seem to take damage. It didn't seem to do anything else. Uh, it took quite a lot of damage from the cold, actually. It's I unfortunate, because... Okay. Okay. Because um, I don't actually have cold spell prepared today, I dropped it in flavor of uh, Ast Splash. So okay, yeah. Um, so, so the the shots from Asher, uh, they did uh, the two the two bits of frost actually burst into uh, it, like created a fissure in in the uh, whatever. You're not really sure what material this uh, statue is made of, but whatever it hmm. is, those two shots hitting right where they did uh, created like a little a gap, and the frost like caused it to expand uh, and right. cracked it open. One, I'm going to instead attack with acid splash at that okay. target that Asher made. See if that does something. Because okay. I don't think it's going to do damage, but I'm hoping it won't energize the damn thing. <laughs> uh, Thirty-nine to hit. Uh, 39 does hit. Uh, you splash some acid at it, um, and that causes, uh, as it hits that spot where the um, where the cold had like separated the, the opposite material, thing. the the acid begins to cause uh, cause that material to start to melt and reform over the gap, uh, strengthening <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, well, Loves that's good it. to know, I suppose. Especially is your damage. Oh, yeah. So Loves you effectively undid acid. some of the damage. Your damage I feared. might not be right here also, because it... Uh, it should be 3d6, I suppose. So I... Yeah, another d6. That that doesn't matter. It's a separate roll that I did, so... Oh, okay. Well, then, it would have been 10. Yeah, so you healed him some oh, amount. Fair enough. Um, great. And Phelan, for his action, will just come up behind Greshi, I suppose. Okay. And wait for an order. All right. Top of the round. Um, <clears throat> the uh, the statue uh, looks around at you all um, and uh, his eyes focus on, on Asher. Um, and 
is going to start by um, just charging forward. Um, ah. So let's see, where is he? He's here. Where's my ruler? There's my ruler. all the way, but he will. Thing, anything adjacent to me is going to be difficult terrain. Uh, oh, that's a good point. Um, so that's 5, 10, 20. Okay, so that would be, that's as far as he can get then. He will, ch oh, can he then? Hold on, I have to... Okay, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to start charging forward. Uh, gun, if you want to stop it from moving further, uh, you can give me a fortitude save. Otherwise, it's going to just plow right through you. Okay. I'll definitely do a fort save. And we have a 41. Safe. 41. Okay, you managed to uh, to like hold your ground and stop it from from uh, pushing onward. Um, so it just ends up stopping here. Uh, we'll raise its glaive uh, overhead and do a uh, uh, actually it'll pulse with green energy outward. Um, I need a fortitude save from uh, Gun Phelan Greshi. Save probably all of us. Fortitude, all right. As this like green mist I'll go ahead and spews out. Use my <laughs> hero point to reroll my nat one on that. It's a five. <laughs> Getting a um, five for thirty-one. Uh, right. So, Grish, you got a twenty-nine, and Phelan got a thirty-eight. Okay. Uh, Phelan is fine. The uh, other two of you are both slowed one. As Great. This cool. mist right. spills out, and you feel your skin start to turn to stone and your joints start to lock up. Um, but Phelan seems to be able to, to just shake off the, the mist. Um, he's then going to use his third action to actually strike, so bringing down the, the glaive um, on the, the Tiltoria gun to start with. You moved Castadan. Mm. Yes, yes. That wasn't really a spell. Okay. It was just an effect that it can do. Um, uh, 34 to hit gun I assume does not hit uh, that does not hit yeah okay so it brings down the glaive towards you you manage to just kind of parry it away with the with your sh uh, shield um, but you're still feeling with slowed one you lose reactions too is that correct um, not that I know if you just lose no, one reaction at the, end of, at the beginning of your turn um, yeah. and I can help with that if y'all want me to go if you all would let me go first if not, that's fine. Hello. I'm okay. Oh. I'm, I'm not slow. <laughs> but, eh. 
Um, All right, Asher's turn. Well, for my turn, my turn's going to be either, it's going to be real hit or miss. Um, but I'm going to use some fate points, my nine out of however many I have. Ten. And ten? I use ten? Oh, you I have ten, have so ten. you can use okay. nine. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh boy, ten. <laughs> no, um, no, you can use nine. I'm going to do my Eldritch shooting, which I haven't used in quite some time. That's I also have Ray of Frost. Plus nine. Let's try. Oh, man. I love when I get to see Asher go off. Watch it be a one. Uh, 49 (laughs) to hit. 49 is critical. Uh, Let's go. (laughs) All right. Let's do it. So this is also... We're just going to watch Asher explode the statue while we're just over here feeling a little slowed and out of it. Then we're going to do two spell rolls quick. And and also like 48 and 2d10, I think. Yeah, they're coming. Yeah. <laughs> they're on the way. I have I have Pain's a cute little delivered. cheat sheet here. Um, <laughs> here's my ray of frost. <laughs> I think I could just hit. Oh, this will be so much easier when we switch to foundry. And then I have my hunt prey. We'll find all new ways to complicate your life, Jason. Don't worry. There's no need to fret. And then some other stuff happens after this. But this is all the damage that is being done. Okay, so it's 12 and 15 from the initial shot with another that's 15 from your precision. And the extra 2d10 is from Deadly, so it's another 13. This is 55 base damage. Uh, that is partially resisted. So we do that first. Okay, uh, that makes an indent. The uh, the frost damage, uh, so the flame damage gets ignored. The frost damage uh, just triggers the golem's anti-magic effect. Uh, which we roll that for. Uh, that just turns into the equivalent of some damage. Uh, and then, amusingly, the Ray of Frost, uh, I probably could have just had you not roll the Ray of Frost because that also just becomes another... <laughs> uh, it ignores the effect of your actual spell and does uh, a different thing as the okay. cold damage uh, interacts with its uh, its own magic field uh, and does another instance of that damage, which is still quite a lot. It's about equivalent, I'd say. Okay, so yeah, a big, big blast of ice um, and bursts out. It's just like a, a huge, like almost ice crystal, uh, like explodes from the statue's uh, glaive arm, um, and it stumbles back. Uh, clearly, like, bits and pieces of it are crumbling onto the floor. Um, the face is contorted into a very um, uh, disdainful uh, frown um, as it 
glances towards you. There's Gun. Three more things. Oh, there's three more things. <laughs> um, so I, I I assume that the persistent fire damage doesn't matter since it just doesn't Correct. take any. Um, yeah, all of the all of those crit effects actually do... don't matter in this case, except for okay. unless you're trying oh. to pin it. Well, what, a... what about flat-footed until my next turn? That's a crit thing I have now. Oh, uh, yes. If that I is. shoot it either twice in a round or, yeah, or one crit, they get flat-footed until my uh, next Yep, that, that would still happen. It's just all the magical effects from the room. Okay. Also, I think it takes a speed penalty. Uh, I don't know if it takes the fortitude. Speed penalty from the Ray of Frost? Uh, it ignores the magic effect. It was like a critical success. It okay. ignores oh, the magic enough. effect. Yeah. So that is fine. We're getting the feeling it ignores the magic effect, so I'm not sure about that. I see. Okay, it is it is flat footed from Indeed. the uh, from the shot, but it, uh, all the other effects of the magic don't go off. It just it just causes a, a reaction in the sigils that are that form its body, and mm. the, the cold just kind of causes a, a massive burst of energy to, to shoot out from it. Um, gun. Uh, well, I will also do a strike. Okay. Sword and follow up on this thing. That's the best of my ability. With a 37 hit. 37 will hit. Roll damage. For 25 slashing and 3 sonic. Okay, the 25 gets reduced as you scrape through this really hard substance. Uh and the sonic damage just doesn't seem to affect it at all. Um, it, the statue, okay. like, it vibrates, but doesn't doesn't seem to be affected. Okay. You just kind of slice at its leg oh. uh, and chip some extra stone off. Greshi, if you have the time, you could get out that other sword, the cold iron. Might work for me better. We might want to try that one on the... With which... Time do you mean? If you have any opportunity, <laughs> if you have any opportunity, you have one more action. What are you uh, doing? I, I think it's in. I think it's in your bag. Um, I'll swing again. Okay. So here we go. It's hitting it doesn't seem to be too mm. bad. Although a twenty, a thirty after. Oh, was that a thirty-nine? Um. If it's flat-footed, does that become a crit? Uh, that was not a crit. crit at all that changes now. my follow-up. Okay. Uh, it does okay. change your follow-up. The 28 then to a 30, a 30 does still hit, so roll damage. Okay, Just barely. hit it again, but this time I only have 17 points. Okay. Uh, that 17 gets reduced to a very measly amount as you manage to scrape into it just a little bit more. Um but yeah, because it was distracted by Asher's shot, you managed to actually land a hit at all. Uh, Greshi. Greshi's going to take his two actions this round to charge up some energy and burst it out from him to speed things up a bit. And now Gun, Asher, Phelan, and Greshi are all quickened as well as, well, for some of us, slowed. Okay. At the beginning of your round, you get to choose one action to be slowed by. You can choose to remove your hastened action if you prefer and still use your three actions as normal. Makes sense. And with 
that. Uh, since Phelan hasn't gotten any other orders, Phelan will hang out, and that is the end of Gretchy's round. Since he okay. does not gain that action until the beginning of his next round. Alright. Ah. Top of the round. Uh, it is Karzuk's statue's turn. Um, it is going to... <laughs> annoyed it will make a, a wide swing uh, out towards Asher um, ooh. I think it can reach there that's 15 feet right uh, that's 20 feet, 20 feet. 20. Um, I mean if you step down there <laughs> <laughs> the step each of those first Hi. three steps uh, is oh, going to yeah. be half. Sorry, it was here then, so 5, yeah. 10, 15, 20. Sure, it's close enough and, still. And the next one, because it's still adjacent to me. Well, no, I mean, it, it's stopping there. Oh, I see. So, yeah, gotcha. it, it takes it takes two steps, uh, and then does a heavy uh, power attack over towards Asher. Um, for two actions, let me go and roll. Power attack. Double check what power attack does. I assume uh, murders people. Yeah, okay, just as I really hope not though. Things. I'm okay, kind of so fond of Asher. I have a power attack. Yes. That's a bear. Well no, that's anything. That's, uh, that's a forty-five to hit Asher. Forty-five, that's a crit. That's a crit? Ooh, excellent. Yeah, that's I... a crit. I love crits. My runes are all dead. That's <laughs> uh, true. I think I it forgot. actually would have been a crit even if I had my runes. I was going to say, that's, that was high. Damn. Okay. Um, yeah. I think my AC is normally a 35. Get? It gets an extra Fine. weapon die of damage, but there's at least 10 levels to We're just going to crit die. each other until one of us is dead. <laughs> okay, so I'm adding four weapon die to this attack. Oh boy. Let me just roll in here. Plus, I'm assuming he's gonna go through with it, even if I regret him. I'm uh, imagine saying bad. otherwise. <laughs> but will the the damage reduction for regret right now is uh, 16, and it also puts. Are you uh, within 15 of Asher as well? Yeah. Yes. Yes, mm -hmm. I am. I cool. adjusted to be there. I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He. He. This definitely. You. You try to shout out a stinging word of remorse uh, towards him, but he's absolutely going to go through with it. Um, mm -hmm. This is 103 damage <gasps> from this heavy glaive attack. Um, well, that at least reduces by 16, which is not nothing. I <laughs> so 87 damage instead. Uh, yes, 87. Um, <laughs> and he should become uh, enfeebled to and have uh, four persistent good damage. Okay, enfeebled to. Which may or may not matter. But it might. Every bit counts. Okay. Um, at the end of the turn, I don't think a statue could take good damage.
but depends you know what? how. Because it's Karzug, Karzug's in the statue. Uh, sure. It hurts his pride. It hurts. Or his hurts. greed. He doesn't have any pride. <laughs> He's a huge pride. Well, that's that's very good information to have for me also. That so if I can get a crit, I can potentially. Okay, the persistent good damage another, fades um, immediately, though. He does take the damage, but it goes away. Um, and that's his mm, turn. He moved, he okay. power attacks. Asher. How dare you hit me? <laughs> I was quite inconsiderate. Keep moving, Asher. Stay behind us. <laughs> I just run around uh, the circle the whole time. Like, you're yeah, he won't be able to You know, within reason. Yeah, Karzid, you dummy. You can't follow me. You're too slow. <laughs> I am quite quick. Not as quick as normal. I have not given myself long strider yet. It's always time. It's Dreshy though. Hint, hint. Yeah. Oh, you want me to well, go? Whiskey we'll not without, not outside we'll of. Mobilized as much as possible. How far I can go. Yeah, I, I, can't, I don't think I can go. I'd have to I, take a few turns. That's fair. I just. I can't heal you if you're too far away. That's all. And you've been smacked quite hard, quite a lot. Very uh, recently. It's fine. You know what? It's fine, love guys. It. Don't worry about it. <laughs> love it. It's we're having a great time. Me and my friend Karzuk here are. We're on I vacation. can still fight. I got. He's not even supposed to be here. What uh, you doing, Asher? I'm going to... Well, because my last, my hasten move can just be used for moving and fighting, basically, right? Correct. Yeah, move, move stride or strike. Yeah. Either of the two. Well, that'll be used for running around. Um, I'll give him another... Hold on. Real quick. Because I just haven't used this in a billion, jillion... But a billion years... <laughs> I think I can use it every turn if I so chose. Yes, give me, give me, give me, give me. Okay, that was the wrong spot for it. <laughs> Sorry, for? I don't know where I put this. I just want to know, Eldritch Shot, you can do it as long as you have three slots every time, right? It doesn't have like a weird cooldown. No, no yeah, nothing anymore. I think I can just yeah. shoot. I, so right. it's your whole turn usually. But not today, thanks to my good friend Greshi. Okay, all right, yeah, you can Eldritch Shot again. Use all three of your actions. Focus Oop, that. A 33. Uh, that 30 will hit. if he's still flat footed. 35, yes, he is, in fact. Yeah, he is still flat footed. So. Ha! Um, all right. Okay, that'll um, hit. Go ahead and roll the damage for the uh, base attack. Don't bother rolling the. Uh, if you're doing Ray of Frost, don't bother rolling Ray of Frost. I'll just add the ray of yep. frost to the ice damage. It's just too simple, simple and easy. What? That I accidentally rolled an attack. That is not correct. All right, there we go. Uh, the eleven still stands. Oh. Okay, so that's twelve, uh, 12 points of piercing plus the eleven uh, precision damage. Okay, so. The shot just barely manages to uh, pierce through this the statue's like thick material, um, and that that extra little bit of uh, penetration into the 
into the solid rock, what it looks like, um, is enough to uh, cause the ice to expand inside the statue itself. Um, and you, you watch as the green glow in the eyes begins to kind of shoot out almost like laser beams um, as the, the internals of the statue start to um, start to like clearly uh, combust inside um, and bits and pieces of the statue start to fall to the floor. The glaive crashes to the ground. The, the uh, Sahedron book in his hand uh, plummets, uh, snaps open next to gun. Um, yeah, the head uh, cracks and you you hear uh, Karzu say um, uh, you insignificant worms fine and then you the, the, the statue's head just rolls off uh, and the entire statue collapses to the ground a big baby mm-hmm. kind of Wah, wah, wah. Good, good, good work there. Oh, oh my bones, though. <laughs> I wish you'd finished that last sentence, though. Mm. We clearly had more to say. As the uh, as the him. room falls silent, <laughs> the I think that is where we will end the session for tonight. As you mm. collect yourselves, and after you look over the bow in your hand. Um, yes, Torger. <laughs> One statue down, six more to go. <laughs> Hope you all had fun tonight. Uh, this is another another good episode. Uh, if you yeah. like what you see, uh, make sure you catch up on all our old episodes on youtube.com slash third action. Uh, catch us live at twitch.tv slash third action on Monday nights at 8.30pm Pacific Time. We should be back next week, but not the week after. <laughs> so we'll be here on the 18th, but not the 25th of October um, and yeah more runeforge to come or maybe not maybe the party is happy with their one weapon and is going to get out of here as fast as they can uh, we'll see we'll see we'll see anyway farewell <laughs> good night everybody sweet dreams good night everybody <laughs>